Do 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 do. Check one, check two. It's G from the academy. Hey, wow! Look, there's surfers out there catching the waves. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Strange day. Strange day. It looks overcast and cloudy, but there's a warm wind, and it's not really that cold. The kind of wind that whips up the waves, creating these sort of one to two foot breakers that are really good for beginner surfers like me. Um, no, like me. <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah, I just bought a surfboard. I don't think I said that. So um, I really ought to get out there and do that. But that's just procrastination as well, isn't it? Or is it the challenge of doing it? You know that they say like the, the least important thing about fishing is actually catching the fish to a certain extent. Right, the, the least important thing about golf is hitting the ball to a certain extent. Not that you shouldn't perform the activities well, it's just that there's so much more involved, right? I mean, golf is really good exercise for the older generation. Um, fishing is a kind of personal meditation for a lot of people. And if you watch surfers, most of the time they're not actually catching a wave. I mean, catching the wave is like 1% of what they're doing when they're out there. They're swimming. Sometimes if they're in a group, they're chatting. Um, they're exploring. They're learning about their environment. They're getting exercise. Um, and just just getting out there, right? Just getting your board and getting your wetsuit on and getting down to the sea, not knowing if it's going to be great. Because everything can change in five minutes, as happened to me out on the water. Um, was it just yesterday where the the sea was like glass? It was perfectly calm, and it, you 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 were bobbing up and down ever so slightly, but it was really comfortable. And I was on one of those stand up inflatable paddle boards, where if you get the really really big ones, they're very buoyant. And um, so I, I parked the the board on the beach, went for a little walk, came back five ten minutes later, and it wasn't flat, see, it wasn't flat anymore. There were these sort of two foot little breakers coming in and uh, it was a real struggle to get off the beach out to sea and back up the river. Um, but that's the challenge, right? That's the challenge. You have to respect nature. You have to respect your environment. And when you realize that things can change in a second, when you realize that a lot of these things, the general trends can be predicted, but the specific activities are something that's, that's very different. Yeah, you can predict to a certain extent how the team is going to perform in the game, but you can't exactly predict the movements of the individual players. So, um, that was me thinking earlier, is it the right time to go out there? Um, because those waves look good for beginners and 
probably is, but I decided to do this little recording instead and hopefully bring some knowledge, some value, some information into your world. If you're following the work of the Academy online, every now and then if you share something that you find useful, that would be cool. Because there's a lot of people sharing a lot of nonsense, a lot of rubbish, a lot of negativity, a lot of fluff. Oh look, here's a picture of a famous actor with a meme around it. Um, or here's another picture of a spring flower, or this is my friend's dog, or um, you know, the, the great thing about the social media is that you can share what you love, you can share what you like, but you can also share what is helpful, relevant, progressive, that's, that's going to help people make the right choices. Not that you should tell people what to think or what to believe, but you should always highlight the fact that there's not just one road. And we need this highlighted right now, considering the amount of ridiculousness that is this 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 focus on, on violent change, where things have to be stripped away from people, where property has to be removed from people, where um, where where it has to be all done physically rather than than verbally, right? Um, we've got to get back to understanding the need for communication, for conversation, for consultation. Where are all the professors in the universities, in the institutions, since the, these establishments have been on lockdown or shut down for a while, where, where are they in helping society with their communication right now? There's nothing but radio silence from these people who are supposed to be experts at doing what it is that they're doing. Where's the YouTube videos from these people? You know, if you take, and you know, sometimes I just think that these people are protecting their work, fair enough, but um, what is the point giving almost the same lecture every year when you could give it once, record it, and then send it out to everybody and move on to something else? Imagine continually reading the same book or the same chapter from the same book and only that. You've got to move on. You've got to move forward. And this doesn't just mean onward without any thought, without any understanding, without any comprehension of the past. It doesn't mean any of those things. Yeah. It means onward with comprehension and understanding. Hi, Jazz. How's it going? Yeah, what's up? You sleepy? You still sleepy? Yeah, you're right. It is creative time in the morning when we wake up. We need to be creative and uh, 
the early parts of the day and use those skills that we have to build absolutely right um, well because you guys were all so good yesterday and maybe I was thinking later on today if the weather's nice we take a walk walk to the beach what do you think no no you don't want to do that you don't want to take a walk to the beach okay uh, well you can say that dad says you can have Minecraft for for an hour yeah how much is an hour that's a great question um, how long is a piece of string um, no an hour is uh, 60 minutes so um, I'm sure that uh, if uh, you know what I'll do if you start now then when I'm finished here I'll come through and check on you how about that is that cool okay that's cool that's cool there we go there we go Minecraft is the new Lego to a certain extent you don't want to get completely trapped in that world and I was thinking that um, I was reading the other day that that Minecraft's gonna come to, to virtual reality and I'm, I'm a big fan of virtual reality because uh, I think that if you can provide resources to people to help them construct and build things and then, then virtual reality is a very cheap way once the technology has been created it's a very cheap way of doing that you don't need to transport huge pieces of equipment because you can construct them virtually uh, to try to understand how they will work and if you look at how engines are being built and how a lot of people are experimenting with with new arts right now it, it's very interesting the sad thing is is that it's difficult to explain to people outside of the virtual world what it's like inside of the virtual world the types of experiences you can have um, it's a bit like you know if someone's never played a sport before it's a bit like trying to explain the sport to them it, 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 it's maybe not going to to hit home it's also the, the digital world is a way where where if you think about it there's much less prejudice going on and what I mean by that is if you're playing a game online then you want to play with another person whose skills you respect and who's good and you don't care where they're from you don't care if it's a boy or a girl you don't care what age they are uh, you, you're just looking at how they perform within the game itself and that's that's a great equalizer right across the board that's a great equalizer so um, Jazz said last night she said I want to play some VR dad so I set up a system for her and I said which game do you want to play and I was thinking that she might want to dive into Rec Room and play some of those games if you know the VR environment Rec Room is sort of like a social area with hundreds of different games that people create for each other and you can dive in and meet people and get involved in much craziness you can't just leave your kids in there you got to monitor them of course because you don't know who's going to be there and most of the people are friendly and good but it only takes one bad apple to spoil everything right so 
Um, she said, I want to play the game where you float through space with a, with, with a Frisbee. And uh, so there's this uh, virtual online game. I think it's called Echo VR. And um, so she's on there, aged five, with me monitoring that things are okay, uh, playing games with adults. No, she's not as good as some of the adults, but they, they had fun. And uh, I think that's part of what it's about, because at, at this stage with that kind of technology, if it's not fun, it's not it's not going to progress. It's not going to move forward. Um, which is one of those things about life as well. You've got to plan those fun elements into your life, into your work, into your day. Um, there's otherwise, there's just grind. And grind can bring some level of success, but if you're not happy when you get there, what's the point, right? And maybe you need to set yourself a new challenge, you know, maybe maybe for, for you the journey is the destination. It's, it's true for a lot of people. So, so there we go, that was a tangent. Um, let's have a look at what's happening uh, in the real world, because of course I don't, I don't live in the real world. I live, I live on an island, right? I live on an island. It's true. So, and I'm stuck here. <laughs> I'm stuck here unless I swim somewhere else. I'm stuck here because of the rules that are now in place. Well, talking about rules and control, as um, the Beatles said in All You Need Is Love, life, life's a game, but you can learn to play the rules. Yeah, life's a, what? Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's 60 minutes, one hour, yeah? And I'll, I'll come in. 60 60 don't worry about it don't worry about it, darling i'll come in i'll come and tell you when it's finished yeah that is so cool that she came to check right which could it could go either way right like everything could go either way it could be it could be that she comes and checks because she has no fear and knows that asking a question is the right way to verify things or you could argue that she's coming and checking because she's scared to do the wrong thing. Eh, right? Perspective. Perspective. Anyway, back to life, back to reality. Back to the 80s, decade of the best music in history. Um, control. People don't realize that they're in a system of control. They don't realize that life is a game. There was even there was even that board game, the game of life. That did so much truth in that. Hey, play Monopoly, right? Tell me, a lot of that stuff's not real. Yeah. You know the best games, the games that uh, bring in an element of fantasy, but. But underlying that is the fact you realize that there's a large amount of truth to uh, to this whole system, to the whole system of the games that is set up. Makes me think of Star Trek, the original Star Trek series, where I think 
it was so popular because it treated everybody equally. Oh yes, but it was filmed in a time when look, look, it was a it was a great place to begin this understanding that we had been able to solve all of these problems, giving hope, giving hope to people, right? But but real hope, not selling a false dream. Because words are just words at the end of the day, right? Words are just words. You can't live without hope. Well, that's true. That's really true. But then if you look at presidential campaigns like Barack Obama's presidential campaign, hope and change. Huh? Hope and change. The zero focus on policy. And, and development and a lot of subtext in control and complete control through through arms of the government such as education right education trouble is when everything becomes legislated when everything becomes a common core, the same common core for everybody, but everything becomes standardized, right? When every child in the class is reading the same book instead of different books, it's, it's system, it's, it, it's, it's systemizing people to become cogs and it, it makes a difference later on in life because I see we we see that in essence the C19 scenario that we've had to live through is a live test it's a what would happen if oh no but it's real real people are dying look people die all the time various diseases and various problems in large numbers and sometimes not from diseases sometimes from natural disasters right sometimes just from living life sometimes just from the side effects of drugs that they take to make themselves healthy sometimes from the side effects of whatever escapism you're you're searching for right we're controlled through fear and the greatest fear we have very often is the fear of death fear of death the only thing worse than a healthy fear of death is a fear of life a lot of people afraid to live a lot of people afraid to challenge themselves to make a difference to influence because that's a responsibility right nobody wants to take responsibility so they abdicate from the positions of responsibility leaving the pathway 
for the narcissists to filter their way into the democracy. Government of the people, for the people, and by the people. Really? Really? You don't even fucking know me. How can you represent me? You've never asked me. How can you represent me? <laughs> right? The insanity of it all. Oh, but society's always been that way, yeah? <laughs> it's easy to come up with the simple phrases so that you don't have to think about it, isn't it? Isn't it? It's easy to justify your own existence at the expense of others, right? Especially when your experience tells you just how right you actually are. <sighs> Davos. Davos. You know what that is? A meeting in Switzerland of the real influencers, not your social media influencers. We're talking about the puppet masters. Obey your master. <laughs> oh yeah. The people that the people that people fear to criticize. Yeah. Right. So the Davos World Economic Forum have outlines for what is going to happen next. How to use the crisis as opportunity. Oh yes. How to open the next door to allow the next wave of changes through. <laughs> Especially now we're in a massive economic depression, as always artificially created. Thousands furloughed, thousands losing their jobs, thousands unemployed. I saw a video this morning of a line of people trying to file for unemployment in some state in the United States. And it was, it was endless. It was endless. People have to stand in line for like 10 hours to file for unemployment. In a country that's supposed to encourage entrepreneurship individualism building your own business but when you've got a fake economy it's an economy that doesn't really produce anything to sell so to speak because that's the real free market not in you know the real free market is you go to the bank and I've got my own issues with banks as well but <laughs> had some of those today um, um, Sideline, by the way, um, don't ever think that having a cashless society is going to be all peachy, right? It's not. It's not. It, cash 
and cash flow is the glue that strings the fabric or the fabrics of society together. It allows us to stretch, which is vitally important. Imagine a switch. I mean, look, look, if you were evil, right? If you were completely evil, what you would do is you would, you'd get everybody to switch from having cash in their pocket, knowing how much exactly they have. Um, you'd get everybody off the local micro transactions that keep economies running. You'd get them onto a digital platform and then you just switch it off one day. Either on purpose or by accident, you'd switch it off. You'd set off some electromagnetic pulse that fried the systems, as happens every 150 to 200 years from the sun. Yeah, the sun sends out these electromagnetic pulses and frequencies to the to, to the earth that could fry electric systems. And the last one was in the middle of the 1800s at some point in time. And, you, and what are these people going to do then? What are you going to do when your credit card doesn't work to buy things online and you can't turn on your computer, you can't go to a cash machine, you can't go to a shop to pay, you, you know, you can't just walk in and hand over cash and, and walk back out again. I mean, it, it's, think about it. You know, I, to, to hit the point home, I always mentioned the concept of the, the single mother, you know, the single mother just using credit on her credit card. You know, what's going to happen if she doesn't have access for some reason to that credit? She's not going to have, she's not going to be able to pay the bills. She's not going to have food. Straight back to the dark ages. Clever, huh? Straight back to the dark ages. It's interesting how all these improvements in technology, in all these experts working in all these institutions haven't improved the economy in this country. They haven't improved the homelessness in this country. They haven't improved the the fact that though they've improved that the, they've increased the number of food banks, right? So that people with no food can grab food. But then look at the quality of food that's there. Have you seen all? Have you have you seen that that quality of food? Have you seen that diet? Crazy, huh? Crazy when we have all this technology to transfer positive information that is not actually used to bring more value to people, right? Well, what we need is more cartoons. Yep. Yep. Did you know that the biggest, some of the biggest grossing films in the last 20 to 30 years um, on a yearly basis in Western society have been cartoons. You know, once films were these great technical works of art with fantastic direction and, you know, I, you know what films I like? I like those films where you go back and 
you you realize that it's not it's not special effects somebody set up a camera and the actors performed their their theater their art and maybe there was a little bit of uh, play acting and play fighting and maybe there was a bit of uh, movement of the camera and in special or unique directions um, that that's that's the real cinema to me that's the real attempt to capture the essence of being human which is at the core and the root of art I like that stuff modern films are just a lot of the time just effect fests where the filmmakers have game things out and realize that if you don't have every 10 to 15 seconds something in some way happening or some special movement of the camera or something to keep the eye focused on the screen that, uh, that people don't watch anymore and it's one of those you know that the downfall of cinema in the western world and, and, and Hollywood is this self-fulfilling prophetic spiral of downwardness if that's a word where they want to be successful but they know to be successful they have to pander to the the deep psychological needs but the more you pander to the deep psychological needs the more you become addicted to them right there's little stretch there's little stretch and now who knows what now there's so much media is created who knows what people are watching mm -hmm. do you know what your kids are watching right hey make sure when you log your kids onto some system that you're you, you've got access to the history of that just for reference I'm not saying total control and monitor everything I'm just saying just for reference right to so keep an eye keep an eye on your kids make sure that they're going to be your kids make sure they're brought up by you not brought up by the STATE right not brought up by the system underscored by the sustainable era the sustainable agenda right you know there's an element of sustainability that the conflicts with human development sustainability is not growth sustainable su surviving keeping things the same right surviving it's about survival 
keeping things the same. I don't want things to stay the same. Look, I like what I like, right? I like what I like. <laughs> I don't want things. I don't want everything to stay the same. I want new adventures, new experiences. I want to go to new places. I want to see everybody up their game. Don't want to see anybody lose that. I know I did. Competition for the benefit of everybody. But we've got these new agendas. We've got the Davos based systems. We've got the World Economic Forum. We've got the control of populations through governments borrowing money at, at, uh, through IMF payback schemes that sometimes want 30-40% interest. Essentially you're not poor because of your neighbour or your community. Right. Poverty is two things. It's a system and it's a mindset. It's a way of thinking. Maybe I don't have everything that I want, but maybe I do have everything that I need right now. Let me point out a vulgarity, right? Poor people are often obese. What does this mean? Well, you would think in a situation of absolute poverty, reference Halado Moore, for example, or what happened during Mao's Red Brigade communist takeover and you know, slaughter of society. You would think that what's the point? The point is about lost my train of thought there for a sec. Point is about systems and mindset right systems and mindset you would think that you think we'd be better off right you think we'd be further down the line than we are have you noticed that we've sort of just come full circle as society what's improving huh you think about it, what's improving? It's a miracle we got this far. Got this far by putting trust and faith. <laughs> Don't mistake that for hope and change, right? Trust but verify. Right? 
you know, it, it's and faith. Faith is real. Faith is not waiting for God to provide you with solutions, right? We're here to serve. Some people think we're here to take. <laughs> the original pirate philosophies. Take everything and give nothing back. Of course, pirates weren't actually the real rebels. But that's another story. That's another story about history and fire and ice and gold but um, let's go back let's take a step back to talking about the uh, the money and the changes the radical changes that are going to be introduced. The silver linings of the pandemic which show how quickly we can make radical changes to our lifestyles without any major problems except for the major problems. Right? Almost instantly this crisis has forced people. How can that be a benefit when it's forced? You can't force people to be good. You can't force people to be happy. Right? It, just because you abandon something doesn't mean that that thing was bad. Right? It doesn't mean it was bad at all. Oh, look, we've Abandoned using these businesses. That's not... Right. Oh, look, we've abandoned travel. This idea... This, I, this, this idea, this, this flipping of language, this thought that, well, it's, an, it's, it's non-essential, therefore we're not going to, to do it. Who's to say what is and what isn't essential? Who's to say? Who's to tell me what is and isn't essential in my life? How far are we going to let it go? Are you going to let it? Are you going to let people choose the books you read, the music you listen to? <laughs> yeah, the bed you sleep in. Will it end? <laughs> Will it ever end? What's going to happen as a result of these worldwide problems? The market will be steered towards fairer outcomes. A fairer outcome. It's not fair. What's that? It's just, you know, it, it, it's the flipping of a switch. It's an emotional response. It's not fair. That's what kids say, isn't it? 
It's not fair that you got to do it and I didn't. No, that's not the approach. The approach is... The approach is... Well, I think it's really cool that this opportunity exists. Next time we do it, it's going to be my shot, right? And then making sure that people stick to that. We should be grateful that other people have opportunities. We should be grateful that other people spend money on whatever it is that they want to spend money on. You want to buy the $50 billion yacht? Then you go buy the $50 billion yacht. You want to build one? Then go build one. As long as the rising tide raises the ships built from real wealth created through hard work and real capitalism, not sponsored and supported capitalism, not this the ridiculousness of angel investors and startup companies where where did you invest in us even though we haven't done anything yet but we've got some good ideas it's insanity right it's what it is it's it's a play it's a game they're they're it's a trick it's a trick We're going to change it. Changes it was in wealth taxes. Look, it, most of the great things that were built in history, I'm talking about the great things, not the latter greatness. Talk about early greatness. Were built from communities that decided to build things within within their own communities, right? The United States economy didn't begin to slow down until income tax was introduced. Didn't begin to slow down. Right. Because, <sighs> you know, government is the dinosaur that's going to feed on everyone and everything until there's nothing left. Until there's nothing left, you understand? Until there's nothing left. That, that's why so many people have nothing left right now. It's because the dinosaur of government decided to feed, decided to feast. Feast. On everyone and everything. Do you do you think the the people at the south of this great island really have a vested interest and care in the people and what happens to the people in the north? Right? People have got enough troubles with their own troubles. Never mind other people's troubles or creating troubles, right? Let's withdraw fossil fuels. Let's, uh, yes, yes, let's. Yeah, even though the West is built upon that engine. Right. We will have new rules governing intellectual property and trade and competition where the government will actually, to a certain extent, own everything. All property. Total control. 
Star Trek uniforms for everybody. Same haircuts for everybody. Just as we had the same education system for everybody. Yeah. Let's not forget centralized control doesn't work, won't work, can't work, and has never worked. <sighs> Sorry. Across the board, universal income, national minimum wage. So you're saying we pay everybody the same no matter what effort they put into what it is that they do. Hmm. Not really very motivational, is it? Is that the best you can do? Is that the best you can come up with? Right. I'd never even considered the pros the prospect pros prospect. Hello, hello, hello. I'd never considered the prospect of entrepreneurship or starting a business or running a business or setting up a business through my entire school career. It never appeared once. It was never in one conversation with a teacher or tutor or member of guidance ever. It never came up. We're always told to search for a job, find a job, look for a job. I think a lot of the solution comes in not searching but creating. Create a great life for yourself with your own hands so that you have some control over it. Be great and people will want to be with you. Where, where, where's the government encouraging that right now, huh? Huh? No, just sit it, sit, sit and wait. Stay at home. It's the worst piece of advice I've ever heard in my life. Stay at home. What could be more pointless and useless? We need to create new economies, more resilient, more equitable, more sustainable. More green. <laughs> right. I wonder if we change the color, you know, would that be more yellow, more blue, more red, more pink, more, more rainbows, more unicorns? <sighs> we need everyone to improve their track records on environmental, social and governance metrics. ESG. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And let's not forget the fourth industrial revolution. The final priority of a great reset agenda is to harness the innovations of the fourth industrial revolution to support the public good. What does that mean? Especially by addressing health and social challenges by turning off access to healthcare. Traditional access to healthcare, of course. Companies, universities, and others have joined forces to develop diagnostics, therapeutics, hmm. establish testing centers, create mechanisms for tracing, 
Deliver telemedicine. Where, where's that? I don't see that anywhere. Concerted efforts are made in every sector, which includes gene editing biotechnology. Gene editing biotechnology. Hmm. Talked about this before. Once your genetics are altered and your partner's genetics are altered, what happens to the future children's genetics, huh? Have you thought about that yet? Or are you just thinking about the next flu season? Hmm. With the introduction of artificial intelligence, I'd rather have real people with real intelligence. I was in a bank this morning and I asked some questions, just some basic questions. It's amazing how people are thrown by simple questions. How little they're able to provide answers to simple questions. How seldom they're prepared for that. <laughs> It's the little things that call everything to fall apart, right? It's the little things. It's just details. Yes. And the devil himself or herself hides in those details. But our world will be transformed. <laughs> Uh, everything will be transformed. Economic growth will be controlled. Agriculture will be controlled. Genetically modified. When the food you eat is genetically modified, you will be genetically modified also. We need sustainable cities. Sustainable industrialization. Nothing will happen that is not planned and part of the great and grand agenda. Does it sound like a good place? Does it sound like a good place? Sustainable. What is sustainable? Sustainable is a code word for the reorganization of world wealth. <laughs> right? The reorganization of everything. <laughs> right. Is it going to lift up the third world? Has the West lifted up the third world? The only thing that's lifted up the third world is the prospect of having a free open market with government not limiting human innovation and interaction. And if you don't have interaction, you won't have innovation. Yes, sustainable is double speak. Sustainable is double speak. In 1992, Morris Strong stated, isn't the only hope for the planet that the industrialized civilizations collapse. You what now? 
Isn't it our responsibility to bring about that? You what now? Current lifestyles and consumption patterns of the affluent middle class are not sustainable. You what now? As Malcolm X quite rightly said, the media will have you hating those who actually want to help you and loving those who actually want to hurt you. If you're not careful, if you don't do the work, if you don't do the homework, if you don't do the hard work, if you don't realize what's going on, if you take a back seat and wait for it to happen, if you live an only reactive lifestyle, if you don't get out ahead of things, right? What an interesting world we live in. What a tangled web we weave. Look at that. I only got to one article. How ridiculous. How insane. And there's so much more to cover. So much more. We do what we can where we are with what we have. But if we get it wrong, we pick up the pieces and we start again. My name is G, I represent the Academy. Thank you very much for tuning in. I hope there was an ounce of sanity in what I said today for you. If you want to keep in touch, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching whole bunch of different things going on. Pick up one of my books. They're all free. Why not? Right? Why not? What have you got to lose? Invest in yourself. Take care of the people around about you. And as always, don't forget to tell the ones you love that you love them. Speak to you soon. All the best.